Thank you, Pastor. We have a couple weeks left in our uh, You Asked For It sermon series before we enter into the season of Advent. Um, this week, uh, the You Asked For It question, um, what, what, why did, excuse me, why did Jesus rename some of the apostles? Why did Jesus rename some of the apostles? And we're going to go to Mark's gospel, chapter 3, verses 13 through 19 for our scripture reading this morning. Jesus went up the mountain and called to him those whom he wanted, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, to be with him and to be sent out to proclaim the message and to have authority to cast out demons. So he appointed the twelve, Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, and Andrew and Philip and Bartholomew and Matthew and Thomas, and James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus and Simon, the Canaanite, the Canaanite and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? God, long before we were ever named, we were known by you. Thank you for that. Thank you for our being. Thank you for our name. Pray in this moment that we hear what we need to hear with clarity today so that maybe we can be made new, made more like you. And we ask that your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So I graduated high school on a Friday night. Monday morning at about 6.30, uh, my dad was outside of my house in his truck uh, to pick me up to take me to work at Pulaski Furniture Corporation. The quick turnaround from graduation to, you know, the, the actual workforce. Uh, my dad was a sand room department manager at that time, a rather large department at a rather large furniture factory. And I was fortunate enough to be uh, placed in the department that was right beside my dad's department where I inspected parts after they came out of the sand room. I go in there on that first morning, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even 18 years old at this point, and uh, it's, it's a bit of a culture shock. Uh, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of things happening, it's a pretty chaotic environment, uh, and I'm having to do this work, right? And uh, all of a sudden, there's this, this taller gentleman, uh, kind of skinny, big glasses, uh, big bushy mustache, and he comes over and he says, Junior! What do you mean, Junior? That's, my name's not Junior. It is now. I was named Junior that morning 
by Curtis, who was one of my, my dad's lead men, uh, because I look a lot like my dad. And uh, so from that day forward, not only did Curtis call me Junior, everybody called me Junior. It did not take long for the new name to take hold. Junior this, Junior that. Junior, he would say. One of my favorite things to do now is to give people nicknames, regardless if they know it or not. I coach basketball. I've got uh, two kids that could not be any different from one another in appearance, but they act like they were, you know, twins. Uh, I call them uh, the Mario brothers, Mario and Luigi, after video game characters. I got another kid who's always in a bad mood and complains about everything. I call him Sunshine. <laughs> and I got another one that I call Pookie, just because. He makes me feel like he should be called Pookie. Junior, Sunshine, and Pookie, these are all nicknames. But getting a whole new name name, now that's a totally different thing altogether, to get a completely new name. Years after the Plasky Furniture Experience, I was working for a log home manufacturer, and we hired two guys who were coming from Mexico one from a place called Oaxaca, and the other one from Mexico City. Um, they worked directly under me, stacking logs after I inspected them, and they couldn't say Jabe. They just couldn't wrap their mind around how to say Jabe. And there's no equivalent for Jabe in Spanish, right? Uh, that's when I became Jose. For five years, I was Jose. That was my new name, a little different than Junior. For them, it was not a nickname. It was my name. Jesus does something similar with Simon. He gives him a new name. It's not a nickname. It's a new name. You could say it has some nickname qualities, but all in all, it is a new name. Cephas. That is, Peter. Simon, Simon Peter, The Rock, a brand new name. Jesus, uh, only other instance of changing a name of uh, apostles are with James and John, the sons of thunder. In this case, uh, this is kind of odd and unique, Jesus gives two people a new name, and the new name is one name. It's kind of like how in the video game characters, Mario and Luigi are referred to as the Super Mario Brothers. Here, same type of thing, Sons of Thunder. They are renamed nonetheless. And I know some of you may be thinking, well, what about Levi and Matthew? What about Didymus, Thomas? In both of these cases, Jesus does not give uh, these apostles new names uh, what happens is that in our translation from one language to the other, we see that in Hebrew, Levi, and in Greek, Matthew. It's not a renaming like Jesus does with Simon, Peter, and then the sons of thunder, James and John. So the submitted question for the you asked for it is why? Why would Jesus do that? Why would Jesus give these folks a new name? Like, what's the point? and giving them a new name. 
So to try to come to some conclusion, uh, again, in this You Asked For It uh, sermon series, we're constantly reminded that answers may not be as valuable as we like to think. Um, so to get to some type of conclusion, not necessarily answer, we should go back and consider some other name changes in the scriptures. For example, Abram and Sarah become Abraham and Sarah. And then in another example, Jacob becomes Israel. In each of these cases, those with the new name have a direct encounter with the living God. And in fact, the name change comes as a result of having the encounter with the living God. God says to Abraham and Sarah, you're going to be parents, not only of a son, but also of my chosen people. You are going to be the people of the promise. Your people are going to be my people in the promised land. But before any of that happens, God says, you need to have a new name because you can no longer be the same old you that you have always been. You're brand new now. So here's your brand new name. And a little later down the line at a place called Bethel, God says to Jacob, hey, the promise that I made to your ancestors whose names I changed, Abraham and Sarah, I'm passing that through you now. My covenant people are your covenant people, just as they were Abraham and Sarah's people. But for you to fulfill your role in this covenant promise, you too need a new name. You need a new name because you cannot go on being the same old Jacob that you've always been. So Jacob becomes Israel, brand new. Perhaps it is the case with Simon and James and John that they have a direct encounter with the living God in the form of Jesus. And as a result of that encounter, they get a new name. Brand new Following that logic out, we have to ask the question, like, why is it that the others who also have a direct encounter with Jesus, why do they not get a brand new name like the other three? I can't tell you why. <laughs> but in keeping with the Abraham and Sarah and Israel thought, Peter and the sons of thunder, they do have a direct encounter. And Jesus does, in essence, say to them over and over and over again, in many ways, using many words, you cannot go on being the same old you that you've always been because now you've been with me. It is not possible, friends, to have a real encounter with the living God and stay the same old you that you've always been. It's not possible. Any encounter with the living God leads to some form of transformation. You might get a new name. You might not. But if you encounter the living God, 
can't keep on being the same old you. It's just not possible. So have you? Have you encountered the living God? The God of Abraham. The God of Sarah. The God of Israel. Have you encountered the living God? God incarnate, the crucified and risen one, Jesus Christ. Have you encountered the living God that Pastor Katie preached about? The Holy Spirit, the advocate breath of life. If you have, then what should we call you? I don't think Junior or Jose would do it. I think we need to call you something else. How about Beloved? about child of God? How about brand new? Yeah, that's it. You are a beloved child of God, and you are brand new. All because of the one who renames Peter and James and John all because of that one. You are beloved. You are a child of God. And you are brand new. That's who you are. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, help us to continue to live more and more into our new identity as your beloved as your children, as your new creation. We thank you for making it all possible. You who are Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's in the name of the one who renames that we pray. And all God's people say,